Wonderful, great job with the band this morning. Can we give them a hand this morning? Thank you all. We've got one more song that you'll be singing. I want to just share just a handful of words with you. Um, I am going to just keep this very brief. I know that we are not doing our children's classes as we normally do. We're not doing the different things. And even this year, one of the things that I always love is I love to have the opportunity for us to go and each one gather around the candlelight service and uh, share that next year. 2021, we'll be back and we'll be doing that. But, you know, um, it's been an interesting year. It's been a very, very interesting year. And, and I think in so many ways, I don't know if it's just because of how strange 2020 has been, but this particular year spoke to me so dramatically about how joy plays into the different parts of the Christmas story. It just struck me. Um, each year, uh, I look to find something that's maybe a little bit different twist on the different things that have happened. I've read this story for all of my life, and it's getting more and more years these days. But this particular year, the word joy just kept jumping out to me. And then as I looked even a little deeper, the thing that was dramatic and so fitting for 2020 was that every time the Bible spoke about the joy that was in the Christmas story, in almost every single case, there was some sort of description about the person that experienced the joy being troubled or being afraid or even in the case of the shepherds, greatly afraid. And there are things that we forget about the Christmas story because we've heard it so many times. But the, the upheaval that happened in this story that we've just shared cannot be missed. And of all years for us to find the joy, when probably all we really feel naturally and normally is that fear and that discomfort and the concern and being worried, it is a beautiful reminder that this may be how we want to feel and yet, in the midst of those feelings in the Christmas story, over and over and over again, the angel spoke, basically speaking the word of God to humankind and saying, don't be afraid, I'm bringing you no news that's going to turn all of this fear to joy. I don't want to be simplistic, and I don't want to be the guy who says, ah, don't worry about it, it's no big deal. I understand that this has been a difficult year on lots of different fronts for almost everyone. But here is what we do know, that ultimately we feel the pull towards fear, but we have the opportunity instead to embrace joy. And of all times of year, when we ought to be remembering those things which actually can change our heart, not according to the circumstances around us, not according to the happiness that comes and goes depending purely on the circumstances. We can take peace and joy with us wherever we go because God has come into this world. And I want to be very, very clear. In just a moment, I want to talk about how similar his world was when he walked into human history. And so let's be very clear. Again, I say he chose this time. And these circumstances and this birthplace and these birth parents to raise him. And he chose them all and he didn't choose an easy path or route. 
And so that gives us hope that in the midst of all those difficulties that he faced, willingly faced, by the way, we can find the opportunity for joy. If you remember the very first week after Thanksgiving, I talked about Zechariah, the story of Zechariah being mute for a number of months and where he was unable to speak. And yet the angel said to him, don't be afraid. I'm giving you good news. It's going to bring joy into your life. Good noise, maybe. I don't know. But at least good news, right? And so if you see here on the screen, you'll see joy in the story of Zechariah. And then if you go a little further and look again, you will see joy in the, the story of the wise men as well, where Herod was disturbed and all of Jerusalem was with him in that disturbing uh, spirit. But yet they were overjoyed when they saw the star. And then the shepherds that we talked about last week, when we talked about how they were greatly afraid And the angel said, don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news of great joy, which is for all people. And I believe not just all people of that time, but all of mankind, past, present, and future. And then today, I guess in some ways, anytime I tell this story, I can never get past the Mary character, the one who knew that this was going to happen, the one who had the hardest road, so to speak, in the midst of it all, whose reputation was hurt by accepting and obeying the Lord's word to her. But I want you to look at this and recognize something. There's a couple of different passages in Luke chapter 1. Very quickly, the angel said to her, that's Mary, what is it? Do not be afraid. In the same pattern as we've seen all throughout the Christmas story, somebody is tending towards fear. And God is stepping in and saying, don't be afraid. And then he tells the story in Luke 1. He talks about how she comes and speaks to her relative Elizabeth, probably a cousin of hers. And as soon as the sound of your greeting, Mary, reached my ears, the baby in my womb, John the Baptist, He leaped for joy. And then Mary began to sing a song. It's known as the Magnificant in Latin. It basically begins with that Magnificant is the name of that first Latin word. My soul does magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. And then it says, my spirit rejoices. I have joy even though nobody understands what I am going through. Even though nobody understands the difficulties that I have to face, my soul rejoices because God is being revealed into this world. Now, very quickly, I want to talk a little bit about probably what you're thinking to yourself. How in the world in 2020 can we possibly think that things are going to experience joy? What about 2020? There's a handful of things that I wrote down about 2020. How are we going to say joy The global pandemic is going on, the racial and social unrest, there's economic issues, there's family support that I can't even experience because we're not even supposed to get together for Christmas or Thanksgiving. What about the normal life? It's not even normal anymore. Can I just share a few things with you? Very quickly, I want to remind you of what Jesus stepped into. He stepped into these same kinds of things. 
I mean, I want you to know that the life expectancy that he stepped into the world with was not 70 to 72 years old like we are. It was 35 at that time. Literally less than half of the life expectancy of modern man. He stepped into that world. So did he worry about these things? Well, God does not worry, but I promise you that was on human hearts at that time. Or what about the racial and social unrest? Think about this. The, the unrest that we have seen, there's been unrest, but there's never been a genocide like Herod had for the babies to try to get rid of that political heir that might take his place. I mean, the things that we experience are bad, but there's been much worse. And Jesus stepped right into the middle of it and said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you something that's actually going to bring about joy. And think about this, the economic issues. He chose Mary and Joseph, those people who were basically struggling with poverty of their own. I mean, they dealt with that, and he chose to deal with that. The family support that they left Nazareth and had the baby in Bethlehem, the timing could not have been worse. I mean, they couldn't even be around those midwives and the mothers that would probably help deliver Jesus. Instead, they were in the middle of a stable with barnyard animals with nobody to be there in the support way that they should have been. And think about this normal life. I mean, man, I don't know about y'all. Okay. I'm just going to admit it. If the Wi-Fi don't work, I feel like I'm living in a third world country. Can I get an amen? Right. I mean, Netflix, right. I mean, Netflix is getting us through this pandemic almost single-handedly, right? The internet, all these different things that we just simply take for granted. Think about how difficult the life was when you had to walk to go get water and then you crank the well to get the water up from the bottom and then you brought it back to your home. I mean, there's just so much of that life that was hard and difficult and something that we can't even grasp how difficult it was. And Jesus steps into it and says, don't be afraid. I'm here to bring you joy. So I'm here to tell you, I may not know what you're going through. I do not intend nor want you to misunderstand. I'm not making light of any of the challenges that you face. But I'm here to tell you that without Christ stepping into this world or stepping into your life and your circumstances, I got no hope for you. I can't tell you what it means. I can't tell you that the things that we've struggled with will bring about something good. I can't. Not without Christ. But with him, everything falls into place. And everything begins to make sense. And we have the joy that comes from knowing that even in the difficult times that we can't fully grasp or understand, that God is still at work. That God is still bringing about his plan. Not ours, but his He's still doing something. He's changing people's hearts. He's changing people's minds. He's changing people's priorities. He's helping them to see that the best things in life are not things after all. They're people. You see, in our world, we use people and love things. And God steps into our world in 2020 and says, no, 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 no. you got it backwards. You love people and you use things. It's not the other way around. It changes our perspective and it brings us back to where the most important things give back to being the most important things and it's not things at all. 
But the one thing that we have is we know that God is at work and that his plan is being accomplished. That's the big idea I want to just share with you very quickly. We find joy in God's timeless plan, not things which appear to be important. And I want to be very clear. There were people that had questions of what was really important on, on that night, right? I mean, think about this. What about the shepherds? The shepherds said, the important thing going on in my life is sheep and sleep, right? I got I to get some sleep and I got to chase these sheep. Those are the things that are important. And then God interrupts and says, no, 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 no. Here's an opportunity that you'll never have again. The most important birth in human history, you can be there, right there. You can have a front row seat. Well, 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 what's important? Well, I got sheep and I got sleep to worry about. No, no. This is what's really, truly important. Or the wise men, they, they got to find the one. And yes, I know it's not Neo that we're talking about from the Matrix, right? We're talking about the one that they traveled days, weeks, and even maybe months or years to go and find. And then they find him, and he's not exa exactly or at all what they expect, and yet they bow down and worship him anyway. Or what about Herod? He's desperate to make sure that he doesn't lose his wealth or his power. Joseph is worried about his standing in front of people and the hurts that he has about a wife that might have betrayed him. Like, and God says, don't be afraid to take Mary. Don't be afraid again. Don't be afraid. And Mary, her marriage and her fears all crash down on her. And the angel says, don't be afraid. And then eventually, by staying in there and obeying God's plan, she says, my soul that wanted to be afraid now rejoices in God my Savior. Again, I tell you, I don't want you to make this in any way something it's not. I know it's been a difficult year, but I also know this. That baby that was born makes all the difference. If we can embrace what was truly important at that moment, that God had bridged the gap between him and sinful man, that we had a Savior that was born to us, then we can find joy, not just in December, not just when things are good, not just when we got exactly what we hoped for or expected, but we can find joy. You know, the, the Bible is so audacious to tell us that we should find joy in trials and sufferings, knowing that it's accomplishing something deeper in us. Look at the book of James. That's what it says. And in this time of year, may I remind you that he came so that in the midst of fear, we might find the polar opposite. We might find joy. And not just joy in the moment, but unspeakable joy that would last forever. Would you stand with me? Heavenly Father, as we end our time together around your word, we remember and recall that you are the source of our joy. May we never forget to pay attention to what is actually important, not those things which seem important. And dear Lord, may you always be the focus of your people, especially during Christmas. May we never forget all that you are and all that you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone together said, amen, amen. Let's sing one more song together. Let me just say something real quickly from me to you, from my family to your family. 
um, 2020 has been a difficult year uh, in a lot of ways. And one of the things that I find probably more difficult than any other is, is just not seeing your faces. Honestly, you guys make us living here something special. You are our chosen family. Um, all of my family, all of Shelly's family, they live in Oklahoma City and a few other places, but mainly in Oklahoma City. But this is home. And the main reason that this is home is because of you guys. We love y'all. Y'all are so special to us. And um, I miss you guys. And I wish that I could tell you face to face. Those of you who are here, I want to tell you face to face. Those of you who are at home, we want to just say continue to be safe out there. Stay safe and sound. May God bless you wherever you go. May his face shine down upon you this entire Christmas season. Know that you're missed and that you're loved. And those of you who are here, it's so good to see you. You being here makes this a, a very special day for me. May God bless you wherever you go. And uh, y'all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Love you guys so much. And we're going to end the way that we always end. We've just heard God's word. Now let's go and live it. God bless you. Love y'all. Merry Christmas.